welcome to the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson, and we are here to talk about tips and strategies that you can employ to deepen your faith, improve your relationships, and just get the most out of your life. Thank you for joining. Let's get started. I am really excited to share something with you today. Just this morning, someone sent me a link to an article. The article was written by James Clear. James is the author of a book called Atomic Habits, an excellent read, so great at habit building. He wrote this article in February titled The Science of Developing Mental Toughness with the subtitle, Talent is Overrated, Mental Strength is Critical. This thing is jam-packed with awesome information. I'm going to sum up some of it for you today, introduce some Bible reads that will really amplify it, and then leave you with a mission or two at the end. He opens up with things like, have you ever wondered what makes someone a good athlete, or a good leader, or a good parent? Why do some people accomplish their goals when others fail? What makes the difference? Well, we usually come up with what I would call cop-out answers. We say, well, that guy's better because genetically he's just built differently. Or this guy's more successful because intellectually he just has a higher IQ. Or maybe that guy over there has a different raising than me with different experiences and that's why he's more capable. You see what we come up with sometimes to justify why we're not excelling? We come up with things that we can't do anything about or can't do very much about. And so we make an excuse for where we are. Now, the research in this article, and I'm excited to share it with you in a second, it reveals that while those things are factors, easily the most important factor on success and achieving goals and reaching new heights is what's called the grit scale. If you have grit, determination, if you're willing to fight for it, and really, based on the reading of the article, this is the term I would use, I would say grit is a combination of commitment to a thing and then employing that commitment with consistency. If you are committed and consistent, if you believe in it and you're pursuing it and nothing can stop you, that determines success way more than whether you started out with more physical abilities or a better background or even a higher IQ. There is a case study cited in this article by Angela Duckworth, a researcher out of the University of Pennsylvania. And she studied West Point cadets, 2,441 cadets spread across two classes. Now, every new cadet has one main goal, and that is to get through the summer initiation program known internally as Beast Barracks. If you can make it through that, your chances of success go way up. So she studied those who made it versus those who didn't. And I mean, she studied these folks. She had their high school rank, their SAT scores, their leadership potential score, their physical aptitude exam, and what she coined the GRIT scale, which measures perseverance and passion for long-term goals. And here's what she found out. It wasn't strength or smarts or leadership potential that accurately predicted whether or not a cadet was able to finish. Instead, it was grit, the perseverance and passions to achieve long-term goals that made the difference. In fact, she writes, cadets who were one standard deviation higher on the grit scale were 60% more likely to finish beast barracks than their peers. It was mental toughness 
that predicted whether or not a cadet would be successful, not their talent, intelligence, or genetics. And so here's what that would look like. You would see someone who is physically perfect. And by the way, you probably have seen things like this in sports and such in your life. Physically perfect for the task doesn't make it. Here's someone who physically has the capabilities but is nowhere near as developed And yet, because of this commitment and drive and consistency, they're the one that passes. The same happened with intelligence. The people who were making it through this initiation program were not the highest IQ or the best test scores. They were the people who got up every morning, worked hard, stuck with it, and never gave up. So she broadened out the scope of her research, and it became consistent everywhere. She studied Ivy League undergraduate students and those who had a better testing result on commitment, scheduling, and consistency had higher GPAs than those who simply tested smarter. Competition in the National Spelling Bee, those with higher IQs weren't winning. It was those who had a routine, who wanted it, and who had to work hardest to get it. Let me give you one of her concluding remarks. She said, our hypothesis that grit is essential to high achievement evolved during interviews with professionals in investment banking, painting, journalism, academia, medicine, and law. Asked what quality distinguishes star performers in their respective fields, these individuals cited grit or a close synonym as often as they did talent. In fact, many were awed by the achievement of peers who did not at first seem as gifted as others but whose sustained commitment to their ambitions was exceptional. Likewise, many noted with surprise that prodigiously gifted peers did not end up in the upper echelon of their field. Did you notice that? Those who had it all handed to them, and it was right there, and they didn't need to do as much work, they didn't have the passion and the drive, and a lot of that went to waste. I don't know about you, I'm a big sports guy. But when I was reading this, I couldn't help but think of five foot five Jose Altuve. I'm a huge Astros fan. He's amazing. He plays second base for them. He's tiny. And yet this year, he's hit eight home runs at 104 miles per hour exit velocity and up or something. One of his teammates said, and I think there's room to argue this, that per pound, he's the most powerful living thing on the planet. Here's the thing. You track his story. Obviously, he was overlooked. He didn't have the size. He didn't have the things that you would have thought were needed to be an all-star, an MVP, and a World Series champ. But that guy worked. He never gave up. He kept coming back. They told him to go home from training camp. He came back the next day. He was committed. He was consistent. He won them over. He worked harder than everybody else. And now he's incredible. He gives a lot of hope to the little guy out there, but I think that can be a bit misleading. It's not his size that led to this. He overcame the limitations of his size. It was his grit. This guy maxed out the grit scale. And that's what we're talking about. This whole series excels still more. It's about giving you tips and strategies to help you get better. Learning how to implement always speak last or how to be wise small or the value of eating the frog. But let me just be really clear about this. Good tips do not equal great results. And if you're somebody who's already good at a lot of that stuff, you're naturally built to be able to do a lot of the things we've talked about. These studies reveal that's not going to determine how well you do. The thing that will matter the most is how well you're able to bring together your commitment to this 
and consistent implementation of the tips, and you will not stop. You will not quit. Now, when you add to that some pretty good tips and some natural God-given abilities, even the smallest amount, the sky's the limit. I was reading some today about the men and women of faith in Hebrews 11. Men like Abel and Noah and Abraham and Joseph. Men like Moses, who had difficulty with his speech. Women like Sarah and Ruth and Rahab. Let me just ask you about any of those. Pick anyone you want from Hebrews 11. What did they look like physically? Were they more gifted to lead and work? Were they taller than everybody else? Were they better looking than everybody else? Did they have a higher IQ than everybody else? Tell me about their intelligence. Did they just see things mentally different than other people? The answer is, who knows? We don't have any indication of that. We do know that some of them had no formal education. We know that some of them, like Rahab, came from very worldly, ungodly backgrounds. And yet, they believed in something. They were committed to what God wanted. They were committed to the rewards of the Lord, and they were consistent. They kept at it. They made the hard decisions. They had grit. Hebrews 11 is a faith chapter. It's a faith in action chapter because it's filled with men and women who maxed out the grit scale, and God was able to do incredible things with that. So I hope you're already beginning to connect the dots here. There may be some important spiritual goals that you need to set for this year. Maybe you've already been trying those things. Maybe they have to do with worship or service of brethren or daily Bible study or being a better neighbor. Maybe it has to do with your health and changing the way that you eat or move, whatever it is. Look, getting a good education on that is great. Having some helpful tips is awesome. But do you know how many people give up? A lot of people give up. But people who put their trust in God, they believe in these things They know it's going to take time. That was the definition of grit in that article. Grit was this idea of consistency over time, not letting the fire go out. Maybe you listen to three or four Excel Still More episodes and you try a few things and then, I don't know, I just move on with my life. Look, it won't change you. You've got to stick with it. Now, you might be listening thinking, great, yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to keep that passion going and have a routine get the morning journal going and just stick with it and see what can happen long term. And by the way, spoiler alert, amazing things happen long term when you stay gritty about it and committed. But you might be wondering what that looks like. So here's a little more from that article you might find interesting. Here's some of what the study revealed about mental toughness and grit equaling consistency. Mentally tough athletes are more consistent than others. They don't miss workouts. They don't miss assignments. They always have their teammates back. Those are the people who succeed. Mentally tough leaders are more consistent than their peers. They have a clear goal that they work towards every day. They don't let short-term profits, negative feedback, or hectic schedules prevent them from continuing the march toward their vision. They make a habit of building up the people around them, not just once, but consistently over and over and over again. Mentally tough artists, writers, and employees deliver on a more consistent basis than most. They work on a schedule, not just when they feel motivated. They approach their work like a pro, not an amateur. They do the most important things first, and they don't shirk responsibilities. 
Now, boy, wasn't that really boring there, that last 90 seconds of reading. turns out the people who are getting the most done, the people who are growing the most, the people who are having the greatest impact on others are not the people with the biggest set of gifts. They aren't the most naturally talented, physically perfect, or intellectually advanced. They are people who show up every day. They're people who get up in the morning and have a clear vision of what would make them better, and they stick with that, and that consistency encourages other people. It builds upon itself and creates incredible results. I meant to mention this earlier. I was thinking back through the Old Testament at men who had great stature and wisdom, and because of that, they were a step ahead of everybody else, but they finished behind. Think about Saul in the days of the kings. He was attractive and tall and imposing, but he had a weak spirit. He had a weak commitment level. The Lord asked him to wait until Samuel came one time. He waited a series of days. He felt the pressure and he just caved. He didn't have the grit. You think about Samson. Samson had the power. He didn't have the grit. You think about Solomon. He had all the wisdom in the world and he did incredible things. But sometime late in his life, it's like he forgot that you still got to get up every day and stick with this. You still have to keep fighting. He became influenced by the women in his life and he made some terrible mistakes. So from a biblical perspective, you give me someone who believes in what they're doing and has tremendous faith in God and is willing to figure out a great daily approach and stick with it. You give me that guy over the one who has all of the tools naturally built into him, but he's not willing to work. All right, there's a whole lot of other things I want to say, and you'll note that I haven't been very specific. I'm counting on you here. If you've been following along in these episodes, I'm counting on you to listen to this episode and understand what it's really going to take and that you can build this. Success is buildable, but you've got to get that grit scale trending in the right direction. You have to figure out where that lives in your life. There are a few interesting things at the end of the article I can tell you about. He leaves you with three concepts for how, how to get this done. We talked a couple of episodes ago about planning your how. The first one is you've got to define what mental toughness means for you. Pick some of the things you're trying to do better in God. Maybe it's things you're trying to stop doing. Maybe it's things you're trying to start doing. Maybe it's things you're trying to do better. You've got to decide, okay, what does mental toughness and grit look like on that? He lists some things like going one month without missing a workout, going one week without eating sugar, delivering your work ahead of schedule two days in a row, meditating or praying every morning of the week. You've got to say, if I was really gritty about this and just in it, this is what that would look like. I think that would be a healthy process for everybody. The second one is mental toughness grit is built through small physical wins. I hope you've gotten that out of this episode. It's not about being way ahead of the game naturally, and it's not about hitting some big homer. The guys in the Hall of Fame just put the bat on the ball every day. They do their cage work. They get their singles and doubles. They just keep going, and they're determined. And yeah, the ball flies out of the park every once in a while, but judge your progress on getting up every day and being intentional, and any little physical win you get along the way. As I told you, when the Excel Still More journal is released, there's a weekly entry where you write down those small victories with your faith, or in fitness, or with your finances, or how you advance friendships. 
Grit is making sure you write down some things every week, no matter how small they are. And then thirdly and finally, mental toughness is about your habits, not your motivation. In other words, some days you're going to be on fire. Some days you can't wait to eat that frog. And other days you just can't even look at another frog. But here's the thing, though. Going back to the West Point cadets and those who made it through the summer initiation and those who didn't, it wasn't about those who were most excited about it. Excitement comes and goes. Exhilaration comes and goes. What doesn't go in successful people is routine. Grit is commitment and consistency. This is important, and I will stick with it. Look, my daily journal, some days I don't really want to do it. Most days I do, some I don't, but I do it every day. And every day when I'm done writing down gratitude and beautiful questions and affirmations, I know I've done the right thing and I've set the stage. I'm committed and I'm seeing the results. So let me be clear. Having intelligence is great and physical ability is great and excitement is great. All that's awesome. But I'm just here to tell you, when 2019 ends, if you've really gotten somewhere and you are a different and stronger person. Those will all be factors, but they will not be the main reason. The main reason will be because you didn't quit. You determined that you believed in it. You didn't know where it was going to go or how much you would change or how many people it would help, but you knew you were on the right track and you were involved in something valuable. You didn't get distracted with daily affairs. You didn't look for shortcuts or cheat codes, and you didn't sit back and wait for it to happen. You entered every day intentional about making small progress in a big direction, and you did it. Listen, use your gifts, use your intellect, your abilities, your background. Use all of that. But just remember, when it's all said and done, passion and perseverance, commitment and consistency will tell the story. Be defined by your mental toughness and never let anyone outscore you on the grit scale. Thank you so much for listening today. If you would like to support this program, go check out our new website, excelstillmore.life. You can subscribe to emails there. There are book recommendations, show notes, lots of great things. We'd love for you to check it out. And don't forget to share this program with your friends if you think it'll help them. And you can always follow along on the Facebook page. And please remember, whatever you do today in the name of the Lord Jesus, excel still more.